Hello and welcome to Z Formula E podcast, a podcast dedicated to Formula E. My name is Humura Ruth and I host this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. If it is your first time, please don't forget to subscribe and share with a friend. I promise you, you'll enjoy it here, especially if you love Formula E like I do. I have been doing this since 2021, so sit back, relax, and let me give you the best time of your life, at least when it comes to Formula E. I hope you're doing well, by the way. But if for some reason life is not going as well as you'd like it to, I always say take it to the Lord Jehovah in prayer, and hopefully some Formula E will cheer you up. Now, if you're new to the podcast, this is what happened. I watch events that happen at an e and then come on here and summarize them for you. So I've been doing that since 2021. And just in case you missed a race from 2021, 2022, and this year, 2023, you are most definitely going to find it on this podcast channel. Sorry. So why not hit the subscribe button and share with a friend? All right, let's get into it. Today's episode is about the 2023 Grinco Hyderabad EPRI that happened on the 11th of February 2023. Now, it was the first time we went racing in Hyderabad, that is in Telangana, India. So it was our first race in India. And uh, I have to say, it was nothing short of excitement. I enjoyed it and I'm pretty sure the fans absolutely enjoyed it. It is also the 104th race in Formula E history. So Formula E has come a really, really long way. And it's always exciting to see these milestones that we are achieving. It's the 104th race, like I said. And this is the 27th location that we've visited as Formula E. We've gone racing at 26 different locations. This is the 27th. And when it comes to the continent of Asia, this is the 8th venue that we've had for racing in Asia. I think that's pretty exciting. Also, I can't forget to mention that it was Mahindra Racing's first home race. So Mahindra Racing is the only Indian team that races in Formula E. And... um, Having a race happen in India means it's their home race, and I'm pretty sure they were excited about it. It's also the team that has been one of the founding uh, racing teams in Formula E. They've been there for a good number of races. They've participated in 102 races. They've been on 24 podiums. They've won 10 pole positions. They've gotten nine fastest laps. They have gotten five wins. They have led 243 laps of racing and they've accumulated 886 points when it comes to racing in formula e and i think that's remarkable it's the first indian team in formula e love to always see diversity in racing their drivers at the moment are oliver roland and lucas degrassi but by the time we went to india for racing yeah we had been racing in diria i covered that on the podcast channel we had two races in diria and then we had the season opener in mexico which i covered as well on the podcast channel so this is the fourth race of this season but the 104th race of the formula e season so i hope you don't get that confused so we were racing in hyderabad i hope i'm pronouncing it right which is found in Telang. Telangana in India. Now, Hyderabad is a city that has been working really hard to become a technological hub. It was honored at the I've World Green City Awards 2022, and they've been really pushing, at least from what we see online, for um, 
for cleaner energy. I beg your pardon. They've been pushing for cleaner energy and they're working towards it. And I think a good show of that is having Formula E race there. It's also a sports city. They've they are home to professional cricket. I think when it, when you think of India and you think of sports, you probably think of cricket and Hyderabad is good at that. They have cricket, football, baseball and kabaddi and different other sports. When it comes to the track itself, it's a circuit. I mean, it's, it's a street circuit, sorry. And it has a length of about 2.835 kilometers. If you prefer miles, it's about 1.761 miles. And um, it's not short. It's not very long either. So I think it's interesting. And it also comes off as narrow if you look at it. But that makes for exciting racing, right? It makes it interesting to to um watch as a fan to watch the cars fight for positions to watch the cars fight to overtake and definitely means there's a number of crashes happening here and there the the narrower the circuit is and we're going to see that in the race as i break it down all right enough banter about um the introduction when it comes to the hyderabad epri let's take a short break and when we return we'll dive into the qualifying session sorry for interrupting the show thank you so much first of all for listening to the formula e podcast and if by any chance you're also interested in formula one don't forget to check out my formula one podcast called zf1 amateur podcast again zf1 amateur podcast just look for it on your favorite podcast player or search for it in your favorite search engine. You can also look for my other podcast called Z Humara Show, which is all about living and growing up in Uganda. Again, it's called Z Humara Show. All right, let's go back to Formula E. Welcome back from that short break. Now let's dive into the qualifying session for the 2023 Hyderabad EPRI. Now, qualifying took a different format from last year and onwards into this year. So the format is a little bit different. Sometimes people get it, sometimes people don't. So I quick I will quickly explain it. So you have 11 teams in Formula E. That means you have 22 drivers because you have two drivers per team. Now, these 22 drivers are divided into two groups. You have Group A and Group B. The, and the way they're divided into these groups is based on their standings at the, <clears throat> sorry, is based on their driver standings at the moment. So those drivers occupying odd numbered placing places, sorry, in the driver's standings are placed into group A, and the drivers occupying even numbered places in the driver's standings are placed into group B. So at the end of it all, you have two groups, each group with 11 drivers. So these drivers are given a 10-minute session. Each group, sorry, is given a 10-minute session onto the track to try and set the fastest lap that they could possibly set using 300 kilowatts of power. Now, at the end of the session, the four fastest drivers from each group then proceed into the duels. Oh, they're known as the quarterfinals. Some some people refer to them as the quarterfinals. So that means you will have eight drivers in the quarterfinals because you have four fastest drivers from group A and four fastest drivers from group B. In the quarterfinals, those eight drivers, again, are given a time on the track and um, they go head-to-head with each other. You know, a driver from group A versus a driver from group B, it 
and so on and so forth. So you'd have four pairs on the track trying to set the fastest lap times that they could possibly set using 350 kilowatts of power. Now at the end of the quarterfinals, the four fastest from the eight proceed into the semifinals and then the semifinals again they head off with each other and then you get to the finals and in the finals you have two drivers who head off with each other and that's how the qualifying session works so the person that wins the finals takes on the julius bear pole position the second the person that lost out in the finals takes the second place and then it goes on you know the other drivers are organized and agreed according to their ranking in the qualifying session so that's how it works essentially. All right. So now for in for the in it's not referred to as the Indian Epri. I just wanted to say India. But for the Hyderabad Epri, we had two groups, like I explained. So group A, we had Pascal Verlein, Sebastian Buemi, JQs, Lucas Degrassi, Mitch Evans, Antonio Felix da Costa, Sacha Fenestras, Stoffel van Dorn, Maximilian Ganta, Oliver Roland, and Sajo Sete Kamara. Now, out of those 11 drivers, the four fastest of them were Jake Hughes, Mitch Evans, Sacha Fenestras, and Sebastian Buemi. Then in Group B, we had these 11 drivers, Jake Dennis, Sambad, Rene Ross, Andrew Lotera, Nick Cassidy, Jean-Eric Van, Eduardo Motara, Dan Tictam, Norman Nato, Nico Mula, and Kelvin Van Van Delinde. And from that group, the four fastest drivers were Rene Ross, Jean-Eric Van, Sambad, and Eduardo Motara. Now, however, we had an incident that I had never seen before, actually. Jake Hughes, who had um, come up as the, one of the four fastest drivers in Group A, had his two best lap times cancelled because he did not respect the minimum pit stop time. And so because of this, um, what is it, punishment? Or because of this repercussion, Max Milan Gunter was given the spot in the deals, so Jake Hughes was not participating in the duels as would have expected him to. So in the duels we had Sebastian Buemi from Group A going against Sacha Fenestres from from Group A. We also had Maximilian Van Ganta, sorry, going against Mitch Evans. We also had Sambad going against Jean-Eric Van. And we also had Eduardo Motara going against Rene Ras. So those were the four pairs. Now between Sebastian Buemi and Sacha Finestras, the fastest driver of them both was Sebastian Buemi, so he proceeded to the semifinals. Then between Maximilian Ganta and Mitch Evans, Mitch Evans was the fastest of the two drivers, so he proceeded to the semifinals. And between Sambad and Jean Eric Van, Sambad was the fastest driver, so he proceeded into the semifinals. And then between Eduardo Motara and Rene Ross, Eduardo Motara was the fastest driver, so he proceeded into the semifinals. Now, we also had something interesting happen. So, after investigation, Sambad, Rene Ross, and Eduardo Motara had their quarterfinal lap times deleted because they exceeded track limits. And so because of that, Jean-Eric Van won the third quarterfinal, but no one won the fourth quarterfinal. So we had Jean-Eric Van 
alone in the semifinals and he actually had to come out on track and set a lap which is interesting to watch so essentially in the semi-finals it was Sebastian Buemi going against Mitch Evans and Mitch Evans was the fastest of them both and then Generic Van proceeding alone into the semi-finals like I said before so he had nobody to compete with so in the finals it was now Mitch Evans versus Generic Van and between the two of them Mitch Evans was the fastest overall so that means he took Julius Bear pole position and Generic Van took second place so here are the full qualifying results for the Hyderabad Epri. So Mitch Evans obviously took pole position. Generic Van qualified second for DS Benzeki. Sebastian Buemi qualified third for Envision Racing. Sacha Finestres qualified fourth for Nissan Formula E team. Maximilian Ganza qualified fifth for Maserati MSG Racing. Sam Bad qualified sixth for Jaguar TCS Racing. Eduardo Motara qualified 7th for Maserati MSG Racing. Rene Ras qualified 8th for Neil McLaren Formula E team. Pascal Verlein qualified 9th for Tag Heuer Porsche Formula E team. And Nick Cassidy qualified 10th for Envision Racing. In 11th place was Oliver Roland for Mahindra Racing. In 12th place was Jake Dennis for Avalanche Andretti Formula E. In 13th place was Antonio Felix da Costa for Tag Heuer Porsche Formula E team. In 14th place was Norman Nato for Nissan Formula E team. Sajra Sete Camara qualified 15th for Neo 333 Racing. Dan Tictam qualified 16th for Neo 333 Racing. Stoffel Van Don qualified 17th for DS Benzeki. Nico Muller qualified 18th for ABT Cupra Formula E team. Lucas Degrassi qualified 19th for Mahindra Racing. Andre Lotera qualified 20th for Avalanche Andretti Formula E team. Jake Hughes qualified 21st for Neom McLaren Formula E team. And Kevin, Kelvin Van der Linde qualified 22nd for ABT Cupra Formula E team. <laughs> Alright, welcome back from that short break. Now let's dive into the race itself. Now as you know this season, we no longer have timed races in Formula E. So we have lapped races in Formula E. So we count down the laps. And um, because we do 32, we did 32 laps in India. Yeah, I'm going to go through the laps as fast as I can. And I won't go through every lap so the podcast isn't too long. Now let's dive into it. On lap one, Mitch Evans, who qualified on pole, managed to get away smoothly from Generic Van. He maintained lead of the race. And on lap two, we saw Rene Ras move up into eighth place after making an overtake on Eduardo Motara. Now, on that same lap, Eduardo Motara, who was in ninth place, lost his front wing at turn three because he slid and crashed into the back of Nick Cassidy as both of them were, as he was approaching a turn because Nick Cassidy had already really made the approach on the turn. So that's what happened. 
Then on lap 7, we saw Sebastian Buemi in 3rd place try to go on the inside of Jean-Eric Van, who was running in 2nd place. And at that exact moment, the race leader, Mitch Evans, took attack mode. And in so doing, Sebastian Buemi somehow managed to take lead of the race. So we had on that lap, Sebastian Buemi leading, Jean-Eric Van in 2nd, Sacha Fenestras in 3rd, and Mitch Evans, who was still under attack mode, in 4th place. Elsewhere on the grid, Jake Dennis moved up into into 10th place after overtaking Oliver Rowland. Now, this happened as both of them were under attack mode. Also, in 13th place was Stoffel Van Dorn, who had decided to take attack mode on this particular lap. A few laps later, on lap 9, Sebastian Buemi, who was leading the race, took attack mode and dropped to 2nd place ahead of Mitch Evans, but behind Jean-Eric Van. Now, speaking of generic van, on lap 10, he took attack mode and lost the race lead to Sebastian Buemi. Elsewhere on the grid, Nick Cassidy moved up into 7th place after making that overtake on Rene Russ. On lap 13, Kelvin van der Linde was the last driver on the grid and unfortunately he was in the pits. So he was technically the first TNF of the race. Sambad in 5th place hit Mitch Evans in 3rd place on this exact exact lap and Sacha Finestras also got trapped into that and unfortunately both of them, all of them lost places. So it was now Sebastian Buemi, Jean-Eric Van, Nick Cassidy, Rene Russ, Jake Dennis, Oliver Roland, Norman Nato, Stoffel Van Dorn, and Antonio Felix de Costa as well as Sergio Sete Camara running in the top 10. We also got a yellow flag on that lap. Two laps later on lap 15, Sam Bard and Mitch Evans joined Kelvin van der Lied in the pits. Now at the top of the grid, Jean-Eric Van was running in second place under attack mode, tried to overtake Sebastian Buemi and managed to make the overtake work. But unfortunately, under attack mode, he dropped, Sebastian Buemi dropped to fourth place behind Jake, Dennis, Nick Cassidy, and Jean-Eric Van. Now, on the 16th lap, Nick Cassidy, who was running in second place under attack mode, dropped to third place behind Jake, Dennis, and Jean-Eric Van. And on lap 23, we saw a crash from Jake Hughes. He crashed into the barriers because of some technical issue, and uh, that prompted the safety car. Three laps later, lap 26, the other McLaren driver, JQ's teammate, Rene Russ, was running in fifth place, bumped into the back of Jake Dennis, was running in fourth place. Now, unfortunately, Rene Russ dropped to 17th place. And remember that we had five drivers already out of the race. The drivers were JQ's, Samba, Dan Tikta, Mitch, and Kelvin van der Leed. And now, Rene Russ had dropped to seventh place. Now, Jake Dennis also started to drop down the grid eventually as the lap went on and we realized he had suffered a lot of damage and uh, unfortunately he had to pit. Four laps later on lap 30, Antonio Felix Tocosta was running in fifth place, dropped to ninth place. And on lap 32, we saw a fight between Nick Cassidy, who was running in second place, trying to overtake Jean-Eric Van, who was leading the race. Now, what was interesting for me to watch was the fact that Jean-Eric Van only had 1% of energy left, while Nick Cassidy had 5% energy left. So it was really a battle of talent and, you know, strength and endurance. And 
we enjoyed it. Now, here are your race results for the 2023 Green Core High Darabad EPRI. Generic Van won the race. Nick Cassidy came home second. Antonio Felix de Costa finished third. Pascal Verlaine finished fourth. Sergio Sete Camara finished fifth. Oliver Roland finished sixth. Norman Nato finished seventh. Stoffel Van Dorn finished eighth. Andre Lotterer finished ninth. Eduardo Motara finished tenth. And Nico Muller finished eleventh. In twelfth place was Sacha Fenestras. In thirteenth place was Maximilian Ganta. In fourteenth place was Lucas de Grassi. In fifteenth place was Sebastian Buemi. In sixteenth place was Jake Dennis. The rest of the drivers suffered DNFs. That was Dante Tam, JQs, Mitch Evans, Kelvin Van der Linde, Sambad, and Rene Ross. So that is a summary of what happened at the 2023 Green Core Hyderabad EPRI. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. And uh, I'll see you next time we go racing. Now, remember, if you'd like to keep in touch, please do not hesitate to connect with me on Instagram. My handle is at humura underscore Ruth. That is spelled as H-U-M-U-R-A underscore Ruth. On Twitter, my handle is at humura Ruth F1. And uh, I write a lot on LinkedIn. So my LinkedIn username is Mbabazi Humura Ruth. I will see you again next time we go racing. Um, take care of yourself.